Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert, and today we're actually speaking with Bill Jakes. Now, he is the president of uh, Lumen 8 Lighting, and uh, interesting points about lighting and certainly things that uh, condo owners and certainly board of directors and property managers, like honestly, get your notepad and, and write this stuff down, because to be quite honest with you, I think that in... Um, representation of any corporation out there, condo corporation, without going forward, moving forward and making changes in your building without having this kind of a knowledge really is not providing the proper footing for the corporation. The interesting thing is, is that when you take a look at operating budgets, um, you know, sometimes boards are sitting together at board meetings trying to decide whether or not they want to go ahead and they want to you know, do some retrofitting programs with respect to their lighting. Now, then they, of course, look at cost factors, and it's a question of whether or not they have a surplus available for uh, the expenditures or whether or not they can tap into the reserve fund now or, you know, any type of a surplus that they could have could very much be geared towards this kind of a retrofit or, you know, maybe even um, some new types of designs of lightings that are coming in in the complete replacement so the interesting thing is, is Bill, I'd like to throw that out there. I mean, you know, with the return of monies, I know that a lot of boards, if they decide that they're going to go ahead and, and do a program, so they're going to come and they're going to hire Luminate Lighting and they're going to say, okay, fine, we want you to replace all the lighting in all the corridors. Now, the benefits that are coming back because of the different government grants there are and, uh, and I guess totally on usage, mm-hmm. That would actually offset the cost of it. Maybe you could break it down for us a bit. Uh, well, they don't quite uh, offset. They certainly don't offset. Uh, but they, they, it's a nice little bonus that they are throwing into the uh, to the mix to hopefully motivate people to look at green uh, in, uh, initiatives in their buildings. Obviously, investing in the building in terms of getting uh, green uh, work done is is a complete win because it's going to keep the ongoing costs lower. Uh, increases the value of the building. I imagine that at some point, as the market becomes more competitive, potential buyers would look for those uh, kind of things in the building in terms of uh, you know setting their own budgets for long-term habitation and things like that. Uh, the challenge, I think, for the, uh, the 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 building owners and the board members is is getting their hands on a clear understanding of what the return on investment for the various types of green projects could be. Uh, I think one of the reasons I got involved with LED in the first place was that the return on investment uh, was large and it was fairly quick. In most projects where we're replacing an existing level of lighting that meets code uh, with an LED form of lighting that meets code, we can normally deliver a payback in the two-year range and uh, a three to four times return on investment by the f- end of five years or 50,000 hours, or the, which is you know the standard uh, commercial quality LEDs are going to last that length of time. So it's a, it's a good set of numbers that should motivate people. And it creates 
creates residual income that then can be invested into other forms of improvement in the building as well. So it, I think it uh, makes a lot of sense to set a strategy where you figure out where your best paybacks in the building are going to be, and by investing in those sort of a, in a front-end approach, you, you increase uh, potential revenue uh, for some of the longer-term payback stuff that has to be done. Uh, so inevitably, you end up with a situation where the operating budget may have X amount of dollars on an annual basis for spending on projects like this, and you probably have four, five, six, seven different types of companies and products uh, soliciting, all looking for that uh, piece of that same single pool of money. One comparison I, uh, I run into often is uh, people are interested in solar applications. On average, uh, what the amount of power that can be generated with $20 in solar, I can save you with $0.50 cents in LED. So quite frankly, shouldn't the money be spent on the LED first to, again, capitalize other things? Now, I'm actually a big fan of solar. I want to see it continue to grow and develop. But if I'm invest- investing my money, I'm going to take that return that can actually capitalize other things I want to do and not necessarily be uh, you know, investing the other way around. So that, I think, is, uh, is a really important thing for board members to be looking at when they're considering on how they're going to invest, whatever their uh, their budget is. Obviously, the big challenge, energy as a whole, uh, is is an incredible opportunity because structured right, uh, improvements in your, in your buildings can uh, yield returns uh, that are much higher than you're going to get uh, in the market uh, investing in other things. Uh, so f- finding the capital to facilitate that is, is, is really the key. And whether that's done through, uh, you know, a sequential process that's followed each year with what's available in the operating budget or whether it's a question of tapping into reserves and creating mechanisms to do that when an engineered return on investment that's clearly uh, advantageous is available. Uh, These are are the keys is you've got to free up the capital to be able to to make the investment into uh, green initiatives that are going to pay you back. Well, I think the thing is, is it's the timing to move forward on that because some of the existing condominiums, I mean, they're actually, you know, they're going to be in strong competition with new condo market products. Mm -hmm. And right now they're saying that over one half of construction today is condominiums. So if that's the case, and the majority of them may have LED lighting through their building, that means that their operating expenses are going to be less because the builder's already seen to it since the codes are different and the products that they have in there are different. So the interesting part is I think that if um, resale condominiums, older condominiums, don't move forward and start taking a look at these kind of retrofitting programs, they're actually going to fall behind because their energy costs are going to throw their budgets out of whack. It's impossible for it not to. It has to. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. No question about it. Now, the one advantage that's still there in the marketplace right now is is the builders aren't the one that ultimately end up paying for the hydro. So they're still sort of at that point where uh, you know older technologies are still cheaper up front uh, for putting it in. So you see them going with uh, you know T5 fluorescence, T8 fluorescent tubes in undergrounds and haven't necessarily made the leap to LED yet because... It's 70% less money up front to the builder to put that in the building. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a detriment to the people who ultimately move in there because they're going to pay the higher energy costs. 
but that that still seems to be uh, the norm in the marketplace. However, having said that, LED has moved uh, down 30% in the last year in terms of costs, and that's being driven by the emergence in the marketplace and expanding volumes. And as that equation continues to narrow, you'll see LED starting to creep more and more into the, the new side. But that that hasn't quite happened yet. Really? Now, yeah. that surprised me. I know they made some changes to the uh, building codes. Mm-hmm. I know that they're actually changing the type of concrete that they're using now. And uh, it sounds as if they need to take another step, another look, and force that as being code as well and bring in LED lighting and already step into the future. Especially, too, because I think one of the big topics right now is the Condoac Review, and it's also about creating a much longer-term sustainable future for condominiums and, you know, and trying to take a look at new technologies and bring them into play. So I have to, on behalf of the Condo Owners Association, changing my hat here, I have to put a little note out there that uh, I think condo owners need to step up to the plate and ask their uh, local politicians why on earth is not LED lighting a mandated building code product because if it is, those buildings are already prepared for the future. And, um, you know, Bill, it's funny because after the first year in some of these buildings, they have huge increases in maintenance fees. Mm. You know, just because of when the launch was, when it took place and, you know, cost of inflation and warranties that uh, maybe weren't covered, things that they had to deal with. Um, you know, so there's cases that, you know, those increases on, on maintenance fees can go anywhere from, you know, 10% to 15 to 20, 25, 30%. So if that's the case, then those buildings are going to have problems trying to do conversions with LED. And then they're going to wonder why they have to do it if the building is only a year or two years old. So, you know, I'm really glad you came in today, Bill, because uh, that's something that really our government needs to take a look at and call you Mm. and get some information on it because I don't think that they're really understanding what huge benefit it would be for condominiums. Well, you know, it's a, it's a new technology. It's it's not based in the lighting industry. It's more based in the electronics industry. So there's a complete shift going on. And, you know, when you're dealing with something like that and, and companies having to completely uh, restructure uh, what they were, it's really being driven a lot uh, by the overseas markets in, in terms of development, both places like China and India, where they're literally going from the you know the Stone Age to the the 21st century and kind of skipping over uh, the last hundred years of development, and you see a lot of things. You see uh, examples for uh, buildings are being wired w- with DC wiring as opposed to AC over here. All LED is inherently a DC application, and uh, we just have additional drivers and adopters to make it with our existing wiring and 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 voltage here in North America. So they're they're implementing it out of necessity, and uh, they need the power for other things. They need the efficiencies. And ultimately, I think that'll drive it here as well. It'll become as much about the environment, or it'll become as much about being competitive and being efficient and getting the maximum amount of output out of a jewel of energy as a as a society, as opposed to just uh, dropping uh, the individual bills down. So there'll be a lot of external forces that are market-driven that I think will will get us there, quite frankly, quicker than government will get anything done. Well, you know, it's a, it's a twofold, really, because on one side of it, you're talking about green energy and, uh, you know, being smart as far as the economy is concerned and taking a look at the environment 
and so on. So that's one aspect of this conversation. Mm-hmm. But then the other aspect of it is, is also the sustainability, long-term sustainability of condominiums, especially when, you know, right now our interest rates are low, but a lot of buildings are suffering high maintenance fees. Mm-hmm. So it sounds as if, you know, it could be a way of over a period of course of time, of course, where it will actually drive a reduction or a stabilization in the maintenance fees once the initial cost is made. Yes. And and that's important because, you see, everyone's trying to think, like a lot of board of directors are trying to figure out ways that they could, you know, keep those costs down and bring down that operating budget. But because of inflation and getting hit with the HST a few years ago, Mm. it's really difficult to bring down the cost. But if you can at least stabilize it, Mm-hmm. And, you know, the cost of, uh, you know, changing your lighting through the condo building and putting an LED, that would actually stabilize it after the first year, second year, second year when you can start seeing the major returns. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And See? costs are only going to continue to go up. Absolutely. Well, that's the point. Yeah. I mean, every time you turn around, that's what you hear, hydro. Yeah. I mean, one third of a condominium operating budget relates to Hydro. Mm. And that's not, uh, you know, and, and now it's kind of an interesting thing. I'll, I'll do one quick breakdown. Some buildings already have self-metered units. Okay, so they already have it. And then the, you know, the tenant or the occupant, I guess the owner pays their own hydro bill. The other ones, other buildings, they're absorbed in the maintenance fee. So, yes, I mean, you do get the convenience of having it embodied in your maintenance fees, However, you know, one unit compared to another unit may be a little bit more energy conscientious than, say, somebody that lives down the hallway mm-hmm. who leaves their lights on all day long. So the thing is, is that, so if you're taking a look at the entire energy bill of the building and you divide it between what the energy cost is for the independent unit versus the common elements, mm. you have control of the common elements. But is there a way that uh, condo buildings could take a look at the units itself, considering that's another half of what their bill is? Uh, no question. Uh, I mean, initiatives by the boards to uh, make the members or the owners aware of uh, an offering to them uh, that's applicable to their building design. And and there's there's all kinds of benefits that they can get in addition to the energy savings. One of the things I see in a lot of the condos that I've been in and around is they have these hanging pendant forms of lights that tend to be over islands in the center of the cook area and things like that. And they're always way too hot because they're running a halogen bulb in them, which uh, you know, very similar to what used to be in most of the elevators. That's a great example. It's a 50-watt halogen. It's too hot. People don't like being near it in the kitchen. Uh, it's a detriment. And you can switch that out and get equal to greater amount of lighting out of an LED application at 7 watts. So you've gone from 50 watts to 7 watts, plus they never get hot enough that you couldn't put your hand on them. So they'd be absolutely phenomenal in an application like that hanging over all those islands that are in all of those condominiums out there. So I think if you uh, take a look at an individual building, the design specs for the buildings tend to be somewhat similar. You know, give or take the odd lamp that the individual owners put in, the core lighting would be pretty consistent. And if the boards uh, made an, uh, an offering uh, along the lines that were consistent with that uh, design plan available to the members and uh, created uh, a reduction through volume, I think there'd be great potential there to uh, reduce the amount of consumption in the building and, quite frankly, improve the lighting and get rid of some of that excess heat, too. 
Absolutely. Well, I know even the bathrooms, a lot of them have those little tubes. You know, the tubes are like, mm-hmm. I think they're like $3.50 uh, per tube. Yeah. And are they like a fluorescent or what are those things? Yeah, they'll be fluorescent. So there yeah. you go. So Three those foots, fluorescent. Four yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have those in the bathroom. I mean, I've seen a lot of that type of thing. Yeah. So that would be an initiative. So if uh, I think at an annual general meeting, it's quite possible that they could have a vote amongst uh, the owners because they have to have quorum in order for them to move forward at an AGM. Mm. So that would open up the discussions as to whether or not that could be an initiative. Basically sweep the entire building of the units, maybe allow everyone to... I, I know you can't... It is their own living space, so there's a little bit of a problem there, but I would think that if people realized how much money it would actually save, mm-hmm. they may be willing to do that. Yeah, you could create a model where they could select mm-hmm. the color temperature of light they like because the decor, you know, may be different from one place to another. So if you have, a, uh, you know, kind of like bank colors, real bank colors, blues and grays and that kind of stuff, you probably want a, a whiter color temperature, 5,000 Kelvin uh, for that. Whereas if you were in a room like this one, which has some wood and some, uh, you know, soft, warm tones going on, you'd want a warmer temperature of light down around, you know, 27, 2800, 3000 Kelvin uh, to get the proper rendering of what the light should look like in the space. So it'd be the same product. It'd be the same watts. It goes into the same fixture. You just give them customer choices to uh, uh, put the color temperature that they want in their own living space. So that would mean, now I'm going to put this out to play here, because really then what a board could do with the property manager is have a mock-up of different designs that would be available to the different units. It's almost like creating a whole new new construction incentive, mm-hmm. you know, where owners can come down or and say, okay, fine, I like this one, this one, and this one. Now, they may want to keep one or two in their unit, mm-hmm. but at least if you can get majority, 80% of the lighting in every unit, and I can't see why they wouldn't want to change those. It's, yeah. it's older now. The building could be 10 years old. So why not bring mm-hmm. in new fixtures, fixtures that are more modern and certainly energy efficient? Well, a lot of times you can do new fixtures and or you can actually get the bulbs uh, that will work with their existing fixtures. They're just LED now instead of uh, uh, halogen. And uh, they can go right into, or a PAR-20 that can go directly into that uh, uh, pot fixture that's in the kitchen. You just drop the trim kit, switch the par halogen PAR-20 at 50 watts for the LED PAR-20 at 9 watts and push the trim kit back up. And that's that's it. It's that simple. And keep the uh, bulbs available downstairs. And if uh, people need to have replacements, then Mm. they would have them available right in the building. Yeah. Pretty rare you're going to replace them in a residential environment because the lights aren't on all the time anyway. Well, that's true too. Yeah. So you're going to get some longevity. The very first thing I did when I started buying LEDs for my own place is I have uh, outdoor soffits that are a good 30, 40 feet, 35 feet up off the ground. I went up and I changed them and I don't expect to have to go up that ladder again for 20, 30 years. I don't blame you. I hate going up those ladders. Especially, <laughs> what, is it a two-story? <laughs> uh, it's about two and a half. Okay, yeah, you're a gutsy elevated man. Basement. Well, I'll tell you, tell you the truth. Oh, Mary. that's actually going to be an elevated basement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, uh, so that's going to be way up there. It was up there, actually. I sent my wow. wife up the ladder. So. Nice. <laughs> well, then your wife, well, your wife is feisty. I like her already. <laughs> she, she is at that. She is at that. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? Uh, mm. This is interesting. Well, mm. we're going to be right back. I'm speaking to Bill Jakes of Luminate Lighting. This is Linda Pinizzato of the Condo Expert. Hang tight. We'll be right back. 